In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg. Contract negotiations between Meyer and the union representing their employees are underway. It's early in the negotiations, but the two sides have met and formally opened contract discussions. United Food and Commercial Workers Local 951 represents about 25,000 Meyer workers statewide, everyone from the checkers to warehouse workers and logistics support. Union President John Kekmackey says despite the current environment where many other industries are seeing strikes, the union and Meyer have had a good working relationship. You know, never say never on a strike, but um, you know, it all depends on what the members feel about what is negotiated, and obviously they'll have a choice in all of that. Kekmackey says their opening offer is pretty straightforward. People just trying to make ends meet. I think money's the big objective. Uh, paid time off is big right now as well. Healthcare's on, you know, language issues, healthcare, but I would say money. Specifically, the union is asking for significant wage increases, additional paid time off for workers, and an affordable medical plan with catastrophic coverage. The contract does not expire until late February, but Keck Mackey says because the negotiations are complex and spread across several groups, they're starting talks now. He doesn't expect to have an agreement for workers to vote on until early January. Businesses across Michigan are concerned we could be headed into a slow holiday shopping season. Andrea Bightley is with the Michigan Retailers Association. She says the vast majority of stores expect no change in sales in the holiday season. We are seeing about 80% of retailers anticipating no change, which means they're anticipating sales to basically flatline um, between now and our holiday season. Bightley says only 12% of stores think their sales will increase through the holidays. Two of Michigan's biggest health systems are coming together. Henry Ford Health and Ascension Michigan have agreed to enter a joint venture. They're not calling it a merger. Rather, the organizations are bringing their assets together. Here's Henry Ford CEO Bob Riney. I'm most excited about what we will bring to our communities. We are committed to population health, and this will allow us to lift communities by really understanding their needs and meeting their needs together. The expanded organization will be branded as Henry Ford Health and will remain headquartered in Detroit. Leaders say they're committed to maintaining the Catholic identity of the Ascension facilities, and conversations are ongoing on how those facilities will be branded. The Berrien County Board of Commissioners has signed off on the millages municipal governments throughout the county want to assess in the coming year. Speaking to commissioners Thursday, Berrien County Equalization Director Warren Parrish said the board each year has to approve the apportionment report, which outlines millages in cities, townships, and villages. The bottom line that will matter to most property taxpayers is that taxes are probably going to go up. We've seen record increases in taxable value now reaching almost $9.6 billion, which is pretty insane. I'm anticipating hitting the $10 billion mark in 2024. Parrish told commissioners last April he's been noticing big increases in taxable value in the county since the pandemic. Commissioners approved the report, although Parrish said an amendment is likely to come after next month's election when Weesaw Township and Benton Harbor will both be asking voters to approve millages not yet reflected in the report. In other county news, the Berrien County Board of Commissioners has applied for a $1.6 million grant to continue work on the Red Arrow Highway Linear Trail. At their Thursday meeting, the board approved an application for a State Transportation Alternative Program, or TAP, grant. To complete the next phase of the project. This would install a new trail from Berrien Street to Lakeshore Road in Chickaming Township along the side of Red Arrow Highway. 
Chickaming Township Supervisor Dave Bunty tells us the three miles of the trail are now finished in the township and it's been very popular. Overwhelming support of the community and use. The last section that they just completed, actually people couldn't wait to get on it. It connects our Harvard Park, connects Harvard to Sawyer. It just has given people the opportunity to safely walk, ride their bike, recreate. Bunty says if the TAP grant is approved, that'll be another 2.7 miles of trail for township residents and visitors to enjoy. The project has been a partnership between the Berrien County Road Department, the Southwest Michigan Planning Commission, and townships for several years. This linear park has been in the planning stages even before I became in an office in 2016 of trying to get people safe ways to recreate and get them off the roadways and our dangerous roadways and to be able to get outside, walk, ride, enjoy our outdoors and our nature. The goal is for the Red Arrow Highway linear trail to eventually extend all the way from New Buffalo to Bridgman. Bunty says the township assumes the responsibility of maintaining the trail, which has not yet been a problem. He's hoping the next phase of the work can be done next year alongside a project the road department has already planned for that roadway. Following some of the increased speed limit work that's underway on Miami Road in St. Joe Township, the Berrien County Board of Commissioners could soon consider more speed studies on four more roads in the county. At yesterday's regular meeting, Commissioner Jim Curran told colleagues resolutions will be coming next week to find out if the posted speed limits on those roads need to be updated. Areas that were posted 25 that is not enforceable, they're trying to get that corrected so that it's enforceable and legal. So these four are for traffic control studies to be done. The roads in question are Three Oaks Road, Union Pier Road, Community Hall Road, and Prairie Road. The Berrien County Road Department recently began the speed study on Miami Road to see if it should have a higher speed limit due to the vast majority of drivers going above the posted limit. Under state rules, if 85% of drivers don't obey the speed limit, then the speed limit needs to be reviewed and possibly changed to reflect what everyone is actually driving. Curran said the speed studies coming next week could result in corrected speeds on the roads named. A ribbon cutting is planned for next week to celebrate the completion of a major road project in Van Buren County. Van Buren County Road Department Managing Director Brett Witkowski tells us Almina Township stepped up to fix a roughly three-mile stretch of 30th Street. It's a major project that connects County Road 653 and M43 in Almina Township, and it was fully paid by the township. It was more than just pavement. It was a total reconstruction. The $1.8 million project included tree removals, the installation of two large pipe arches, and two courses of new asphalt. Witkowski says a big part of it was drainage, making sure the road won't get flooded. He says township officials are proud of what they managed to accomplish and how it will serve the community. There's a major blueberry business on there that gets tremendous amount of traffic in the summer, so it's really nice. I drove it a few times, and it's totally complete as of now. Witkowski says the ribbon-cutting Monday will be at 6 p.m. The Van Buren County Sheriff's Department will close off a section of 30th Street near County Road 653 so everyone can gather safely. He says the project shows what can be accomplished when the county and townships work together. And several small businesses from around southwest Michigan will compete for big dollars at the third annual Emerge Innovation Hub Pitch Night next week. Emerge Innovation Hub Director Ambie Bell tells us more than $47,000 in micro-grants will be awarded to businesses that impress the judges in a Shark Tank-like competition. 
The businesses compete in two categories, emerging businesses and accelerating businesses. There will be three judges who are previous winners, and they will present exactly what their business does, how they are looking to scale, and we will have three winners in each category. Bell says the businesses will make their pitches, and then the judges will decide who gets which prizes. The top prize in the Accelerating Business Awards will be $20,000, and the top prize in the Emerging Business Award will be 7500 There are also second and third place prizes in each category. The program is funded by Whirlpool Corporation with support from Cornerstone Alliance. Pitch night will be Thursday, October 26, at 6.30 p.m. at the Ghost Light Theater in Benton Harbor. The public is welcome to attend and see entrepreneurs sell their dream projects. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg.